0: May the 18th, starting with Proverbs chapter 15, verses 18 and 19. A hot-tempered person starts fights. A cool-tempered person stops them. A lazy person's way is blocked with briars, but the path of the upright is an open highway. Psalm 115, verses 1 through 18. Not to us, O Lord, not to us, But to your name goes all the glory for your unfailing love and faithfulness. Why let the nations say, Where is their God? Our God is in the heavens, and he does as he wishes. Their idols are merely things of silver and gold, shaped by human hands. They have mouths, but cannot speak. They have eyes, but cannot see. They have ears, but cannot hear, and noses. But cannot smell, they have hands but cannot feel, and feet but cannot walk, and throats but cannot make a sound, and those who make idols are just like them, as are all who trust in them. O Israel, trust in the Lord, he is your helper and your shield. O priest, descendants of Aaron, trust in the Lord, he is your helper and your shield. All who fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. He is your helper and your shield. The Lord remembers us and will bless us. He will bless the people of Israel and bless the priests, the descendants of Aaron. He will bless those who fear the Lord, both great and small. May the Lord richly bless both you and your children. May you be blessed by the Lord, who made heaven and earth, The heavens belong to the Lord, but He has given the earth to all humanity. The dead cannot sing praises to the Lord, for they have gone into the silence of the grave. But we can praise the Lord both now and forever. Praise the Lord. John chapter 10, verses 1 through 21. I tell you the truth, anyone who sneaks over the wall of a sheepfold rather than going through the gate, must surely be a thief and a robber. But the one who enters through the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep recognize his voice and come to him. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. After he has gathered his own flock, he walks ahead of them, and they follow him because they know his voice. They won't Follow a stranger. They will run from him because they don't know his voice. Those who heard Jesus use this illustration didn't understand what he meant, so he explained it to them. I tell you the truth, I am the gate for the sheep. All who come before me were thieves and robbers, but the true sheep did not listen to them. Yes, I am the gate. Those who come in through me will be saved. They will come and go freely and will find good pastures. The thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd sacrifices his life for the sheep. A hired hand will run when he sees a wolf coming. He will abandon the sheep because they don't belong to him and he isn't their shepherd. And so the wolf attacks them and scatters the flock. The hired hand runs away because he's working only for the money and doesn't really care about the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own sheep and they know me, just as my father knows me and I know the father. So I sacrifice my life for the sheep. I have other sheep too that are not in this sheepfold. I must bring them also. They will listen to my voice, and there will be one flock with one shepherd. The Father loves me, because I sacrifice my life, so I may take it back again. No one can take my life from me. I sacrifice it voluntarily, for I have the authority to lay it down when I want to, and also to take it up again. For this is what my Father has commanded. When he said these things the people were again divided in their opinion about him some said he's demon possessed and out of his mind why listen to a man like that others said this doesn't sound like a man possessed by a demon can a demon open the eyes of the blind 1 samuel chapter 22 verse 1 through chapter 23 verse 29 So David left Gath and escaped to the cave of Adullam. Soon his brothers and all his other relatives joined him there. Then others began coming, men who were in trouble or in debt or who were just discontented, until David was the captain of about 400 men. Later David went to Mizpah in Moab, where he asked the king, Please allow my father and mother to live here with you until I know what God is going to do for me." So David's parents stayed in Moab with the king during the entire time David was living in his stronghold. One day the prophet Gad told David, Leave the stronghold and return to the land of Judah. So David went to the forest of Hereth. The news of his arrival in Judah soon reached Saul. At the time, the king was sitting beneath the tamarisk tree on the hill of Gibeah, holding his spear and surrounded by his officers. Listen here, you men of Benjamin, Saul shouted to his officers when he heard the news. Has the son of Jesse promised every one of you fields and vineyards? Has he promised to make you all generals and captains in his army? Is that why you have conspired against me? For not one of you told me my own son made a solemn pact with the son of Jesse. You're not even sorry for me. Think of it, my own son, encouraging him to kill me, as he is trying to do this very day. Then Doeg the Edomite, who was standing there with Saul's men, spoke up. When I was in Nob, he said, I saw the son of Jesse talking to the priest Ahimelech, son of Ahetub, Ahimelech consulted the Lord for him. Then he gave him food and the sword of Goliath the Philistine. King Saul immediately sent for Ahimelech and all his family, who served as priests at Nob. When they arrived, Saul shouted at him, Listen to me, you son of Ahitub. What is it, my king? Ahimelech asked. Why have you... And the son of Jesse conspired against me, Saul demanded. Why did you give him food and a sword? Why have you consulted God for him? Why have you encouraged him to kill me, as he is trying to do this very day? But sir, Ahimelech replied, Is anyone among all your servants as faithful as David, your son-in-law? Why, he is the captain of your bodyguard, and a highly honored member of your household. This was certainly not the first time I had consulted God for him. May the king not accuse me and my family in this matter, for I knew nothing at all of any plot against you. You will surely die, Ahimelech, along with your entire family, the king shouted. And he ordered his bodyguards, Kill these priests of the Lord, for they are allies and conspirators with David. They knew he was running away from me, but they didn't tell me, but Saul's men refused to kill the Lord's priests. Then the king said to Doeg, You do it. So Doeg the Edomite turned on them and killed them that day, eighty-five priests in all, still wearing their priestly garments. Then he went to Nob, the town of the priests, and killed the priests' families, men and women, children and babies, and all the cattle, donkeys, sheep, and goats. Only Abiathar, one of the sons of Ahimelech, escaped and fled to David. When he told David that Saul had killed the priests of the Lord, David exclaimed, I knew it when I saw Doeg, the Edomite, there that day. I knew he was sure to tell Saul. Now I have caused the death of all your family's father's family. Stay here with me and don't be afraid. I will protect you with my own life. For the same person wants to kill us both. One day, news came to David that the Philistines were at Kilah, stealing grain from the threshing floors. David asked the Lord, Should I go and attack them? Yes, go and save Kilah, the Lord told him. But David's men said, We're afraid, even here in Judah. We certainly don't want to go to Kilah to fight the whole Philistine army. So David asked the Lord again, and again the Lord replied, Go down to Kilah, for I will help you conquer the Philistines. So David and his men went to Kilah. They slaughtered the Philistines and took all their livestock and rescued the people of Kilah. Now when Abiathar son of Ahimelech fled to David at Kilah, he brought the ephod with him. Saul soon learned that David was at Kilah. "'Good!' he exclaimed. "'We've got him now. "'God has handed him over to me, "'for he has trapped himself in a walled town.' "'So Saul mobilized his entire army to march to Kilah "'and besiege David and his men. "'But David learned of Saul's plan "'and told Abiathar the priest to bring Ephod "'and ask the Lord what he should do. "'Then David prayed, "'O Lord, God of Israel, I have heard that Saul is planning to come and destroy Kilah because I am here. Will the leaders of Kila betray me to him? And will Saul actually come as I have heard? O Lord God of Israel, please tell me. And the Lord said, He will come. And again David asked, Will the leaders of Kilah betray me and my men to Saul? And the Lord replied, Yes, they will betray you. So David and his men, about six hundred of them now, left Kilah and began roaming the countryside. Word soon reached Saul that David had escaped, so he didn't go to Kilah after all. David now stayed in the strongholds of the wilderness and in the hill country of Ziph. Saul hunted him day after day, but God didn't let Saul find him. One day, near Horesh, David received the news that Saul was on the way to Ziph to search for him and kill him. Jonathan went to find David and encouraged him to stay strong in his faith in God. Don't be afraid, Jonathan assured him. My father will never find you. You are going to be the king of Israel, and I will be next to you, as my father Saul is well aware. So the two of them renewed their solemn pact before the Lord. Then Jonathan returned home while David stayed at Horesh. But now the men of Ziph went to Saul in Gibeah and betrayed David to him. We know where David is hiding, they said. He is in the strongholds of Horesh on the hill country of Hakila, which is in the southern part of Jeshimon. Come down whenever you're ready, O king, and we will catch him and hand him over to you. The Lord bless you. Saul said. At last, someone is concerned about me. Go and check again to be sure of where he is staying and who has seen him there. For I know that he is very crafty. Discover his hiding places and come back when you are sure. Then I'll go with you. And if he is in the area at all, I'll track him down, even if I have to search every hiding place in Judah." So the men of Ziph returned from home ahead of Saul. Meanwhile, David and his men had moved into the wilderness of Maon in the Araba Valley, south of Jeshimon. When David heard that Saul and his men were searching for him, he went even farther into the wilderness to the great rock, and he remained there in the wilderness of Maon. But Saul kept after him in the wilderness. Saul and David we now on opposite sides of a mountain. Just as Saul and his men began to close in on David and his men, an urgent message reached Saul that the Philistines were raiding Israel again. So Saul quit chasing David and returned to fight the Philistines. Ever since that time, the place where David was camped has been called the Rock of Escape. David then went to live in the strongholds of En Gedi. And that concludes the reading of the word for May 18th.